0: family how how many of you are glad to be in the house of the lord today i'm gonna get right to it everybody stand for the reading of god's word how many of you love your pastors aren't we blessed i said this morning pastor gary and i have been friends since shortly after the crust of the earth cooled come on somebody we've been friends a long time and i've been i'm approaching a quarter of a century. That I've been preaching here at this church. And just before I preach, I want to say thank you, Pastor Gary, you and Pastor Kim. Y'all y'all have stayed in pursuit of revival, and you've stayed in pursuit of God's presence. And I want to thank this church. But how many of you are grateful for the atmosphere of this house? Come on, make a little noise if that's you. Listen, I, I want to tell you today that I'm still thankful that God responds to hunger. And I think collectively in this season, many of us have said, Lord, if there's more of you to have, then I want more of you. Is there anybody here today on this Sunday morning, you could say, Pastor Jim Rayleigh, I'm right with you. I want more of God in my life. Hallelujah. Sometimes, precious, the key to having more of God is allowing God to have more of you. So how many of you want him to have more of you before this day is over? I'm gonna be coming from Isaiah chapter two. I'm gonna be reading today from the Message Bible. I was gonna read from the Amplified Bible, but it was too loud. Come on, you'll get that on the way home. But I love this text and when I read it in the message, it was so thorough and so beautiful. So here we go, it says the message Isaiah got regarding Judah and Jerusalem. You by live stream. so glad you're joining us for this service. It says, there's a day coming when the mountain of God's house will be the mountain. One translation, the NLT said, it will be the most important place on earth. Solid, towering over all the other mountains. All nations will river toward it. People from all over will set out for it. They'll say, come, let's climb God's mountain. Let's go to the house of Jacob. He'll show us the way he works so we can live the way we're made. Zion's the source of that revelation. God's message comes from Jerusalem. He'll settle things. He'll settle things fairly between nations. Hallelujah. He'll make things right between many people. Who's ready for that? They'll turn their swords into shovels and their spears into hose. No longer will nation fight nation. They won't play in it. They won't play war anymore. He says here, in essence, they're going to get more concerned about the harvest than they are about war and division. Then he said in verse 5 Come, family of Jacob, let's live in the light of God. I want you to note the second verse. He said, There's coming a day when the mountain of God's house will be the mountain. I wanna preach for a few minutes along these lines. Lord, make this house your mountain. If you're going to move somewhere, move right here. If you're going to heal somewhere, heal right here. If you're going to revive somewhere, revive right here. If you're going to deliver somewhere, deliver right here. If you're going to save somewhere, save right here. You don't have to go down the road. You don't have to go to another city. You don't have to cross the street. You don't have to find another people. You don't have to find another church. If you're going to move, how many of you can say, Lord, move right here and move? today. If that's you, give the Lord a shout. So, Father, we raise up our hands today and our cry is this. Make this house your mountain. Let today be the day when you moved in a way, God, that we can't deny that you did it. I thank you that miracles are manifesting in this house today in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord a great big praise. If you love him, you can be seated. I actually came across this text during the height of COVID, and this was one of the most beautiful promise Field passages that I've come across in a long time. The Bible says here, precious, that there is coming a day when the house of God will become the mountain. The New Living Translation says it like this, in the last days... The mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there for worship. I've come to tell you today, precious, that God's house is still important gathering with God's people, gathering with folks who love Jesus is still necessary. I still love the house of the Lord. How many of you still love the house of the Lord? You may have heard people say, especially in this last season, I don't need to go to church. I can serve God right by myself. And and I know that going to church doesn't make you saved any more than going to McDonald's makes you a hamburger, come on, or standing in your garage makes you a car. But I I believe that God's people need to get together. I guess you could be married and not go home, but how many of you know it makes a lot of sense to go home when you're married and we are the bride of Christ. See, the Bible says in Hebrews ten twenty five, 25, to fail not the assembling of yourselves together as you see the day approaching. And, and I want to tell you today that God's house is still important. I want to tell you today that it's still important for God's people to get together. And if we've ever needed to get together before we need to get together today, I read recently a statistic that said one in three church attenders have not come back to church since COVID and the jury is out on whether they will or whether they won't. Now, I'm not saying, Precious, that you don't need to be sensitive in these times, and it's not wise to be cautious and careful. I understand that. I really do, but I want to tell you we got to be careful that we don't allow new habits to be established in our life where we don't look. To get back to the house of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I don't want habits in my life to develop where I don't have my eye on the fact that maybe I'm not there right now, but I'm going to get back to the house of the Lord. Whether you watch online or whether you watch live, we need to make God's house a priority. I want to tell you something, the most important house in the world, in America, is not the White House, it's not the house of representatives, but it's the house where the name of Jesus is magnified. It's the house where people are saved. It's the house where cancer dries up. It's the house where marriages are restored. That's why I'm glad that I'm in church today. I'm glad I'm in the house of the Lord. Now, now, listen, it's important to God that his people come together. Whether you're here live or whether you're online, you need to make it your mission together with God's people because it's important to God. And we must never allow what's important to God to become unimportant to us. God's house, assembling online, or coming together together, in, in, in person is so important. It's the time when you hear God's word. It's the atmosphere that you agree in prayer. You experience collectively with like-minded people God's presence. It's the mountain of God. He said I'm gonna make I'm gonna make my house the mountain. So that's my prayer today. That's my prayer at Evangel Temple. That God today, all day long Make this house your mountain. How many of you want this house to be God's mountain today? I want you to understand this. Significant things happen when God chooses a mountain. Significant things happen on God's mountain when God chooses a place to make his name known. When God chooses a place that has chosen him. Powerful things happen. So I want to take a look at some mountains in the Bible. I want to deposit this into your spirit. And I want you to understand why we believe that Evangel Temple is not just a building. It's not just a gathering of good people. But I declare that this house is God's mountain. How many of you are ready to see God move on this mountain like he's never moved before? All right. The first mountain I want to talk to you about is Mount Gerizim. Mount Gerizim is the mountain where the enemy is cut off. It's where the blessing is spoken and the promises of God are released. Now the word garrison actually means cut off. So we are declaring that this house is God's garrison. It's the place where the plans and schemes of the enemy are cut off. I declare that this house is God's mountain. Rebellion is cut off. Sickness is cut off. Addiction is cut off. Fear is cut off. Come on, cancer is cut off. COVID is cut off. How many of you believe that God's house needs to be the mountain where all these things that hell wants to manifest get cut off? I dare you right now, to give God praise, and he's cutting some things off in this season. He's cutting it off. He's, this is his garrison. This is our prayer. We're saying, God, make this house the mountain where you cut some things off. This house is God's mountain, and I declare that the strategies and attacks and schemes of the enemy are cut off in this place. Come on, God will deliver you right in your seat. God will heal you right in your pew. God will set you free while you're watching online. I dare somebody right now, if you believe that God still cuts things off, give him a praise in the house today. So it represents the place where the attacks and schemes of the enemy are cut off. The word garrison actually means cut off. But watch this now. It also represents the place where the blessing of the Lord was spoken and the promise of God was received. Now the Bible said in Deuteronomy 11:29, 29, it said, when the Lord your God brings you into the land and helps you take possession of it, Come on, hey! anybody ready to possess some things? He said, you must pronounce the blessing at Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebel. He said, there's some things you need to curse and there's some things you need to bless. Come on, I curse rebellion. I curse sickness, who's with me? I curse COVID in the name of Jesus. I curse every attack of the enemy, but I bless my children. I bless my family. I bless my church. Tell your neighbor, say, I bless this whole row. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the row in front of me. I can't tell you about the row behind me. But how many of you can say, I'm sitting on the blessed row today? Come on. I want everybody that's sitting on the blessed row all across this room, give God a mighty praise right now. I I just speak a blessing over you. Y'all, I'm trying to behave myself, but I feel like preaching. Y'all know I don't go too many places on a Sunday morning because I got so much responsibility where I am. So when I come to evangel, I come to have Holy Ghost show enough revival. So we speak the blessing. This, this Mount Garrison is the mountain where God's blessing was spoken, not doubt, not fear, not confusion, And this morning, you've come into a church, a place, where we boldly speak and declare the blessings of the Lord over your life. How many of you understand that the devil is a good blaster, but God is a phenomenal blesser? Does anybody believe that God is better at blessing than the devil is at blasting? So it represents a place not only where the blessing is spoken, But it represents on Garrison where the promise is received. The children of Israel stood on Garrison, they spoke the blessing, then they received the promise of God. Oh, in this room today, I declare that we are going to speak the blessing of the Lord and we're going to receive the promises of God. The Bible said, "Death and life in Proverbs are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof." The Bible said, "You will decree a thing in Job." He said, "And I will establish it." You see, you frame your world by your words. If you if you constantly speak doubt, fear, and negativity, then that's what your life is going to be full of. But when you get your mouth full of faith, and you say, "Devil, you won't have my children. You won't have my joy." to have my breakthrough, I speak blessings, I speak breakthrough, then you're in position to possess the promise. Come on, anybody want to get on a garrison today and say, I'm possessing every promise? Now, it's important, precious, that you understand the power of your words. You've got to speak and decree the word of the Lord. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to speak some things. We're going to declare some things. So I want you to raise up your hands, Evangel. You at home, do it with me. Say, this house is God's mountain. Somebody say today. Come on, say today. Come on, say today. The attack of the enemy is cut off. I declare the blessing of the Lord over my life, over my family, and I possess every promise that God has that is available to me. If you receive that, give him a praise evangel. Come on, this is God's garrison. The attack of the enemy is cut off. I'm telling you, there's some things you wrestle with in this last season, you're not gonna wrestle with it in the next season, God is cutting it off. You're speaking the blessing and you're possessing the promise. Glory to God. So we pray today then that, Lord, you would make this house your mountain. Make it your garrison. But then number two, there's Mount Nebo. Mount Nebo, in fact, the word Nebo means prophet or prophesy. So Mount Nebo represents the mountain of prophecy. Like I said, it actually means, Nebo means prophet or prophesy, and I still believe in the prophetic. Okay, I got about 20 people. I said, I still believe in the prophetic. I've stood on Mount Nebo in the country of Jordan, and it's located in the land of Moab. It's a beautiful mountain, and it's here where in Deuteronomy 32 that God took Moses and showed him a preview of the promised land. He showed him what was coming before it was going to be possessed. He took him there, and it became the mountain of prophecy. It's the place where he saw it in advance. It was a prophetic mountain, and my prayer in this season is, God, make Evangel Temple your prophetic mountain. Make this house a house of the prophetic. Make this house a house where we see it before it manifests. Make this house a house of prophecy where we see things, attacks of the enemy even before the end. Even before the enemy can assemble his attacks. We already know what's coming and we have defeated him in the name of the Lord. Prophecy can be defined as this. Prophecy can be defined as the history of the future. So God speaks prophetically. Oh, Jesus. How many of you understand this? God, I don't don't know if I need to go here. I've said it before. How many of you understand that God is not bound by time? Time is bound by God. Do you understand that God does not exist in time? Time exists in God. That's why Jesus said to John, the revelator, he said, I'm the alpha and the omega. That's the Greek letter A and the the Greek letter Z. He said, I'm the A and I'm the Z. The the alpha represents where you've been. The omega represents where you're going. So Jesus said, John, I'm the alpha and the omega. I'm the A and I'm the Z and I'm the L-M-N-O-P. Come on, somebody. What does that mean? That means God is so big that he's not bound by time. That means wherever you were he is. He's in your past. Every time the enemy tries to bring your past up against you, God is there saying no, no, no. There is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. But yet even though he's in your past, he said I'll never leave you or forsake you. I am a very present help in the time of a trouble. How many of you know that he with you right now. Oh, sit out there and be cute. How many of you know I wouldn't even be here this morning if He wasn't with me right now. But then He's the Alpha and He's the Omega. That means that that represents the future. That means wherever you were, He is. Wherever you are, He is. And wherever you're going, He's already there, making a way right out of no way. If you knew right now, here we are in the end of August. God's already working out things in September. He's already in March. He's already in April. I dare you right now, if you say God moved prophetically in my life, let me see some things. I believe that God is so big, so omniscient. Come on, omniscient, omniscience so all-knowing, so I'm not present, so I'm not potent, omnipotent, that nothing, nothing takes him by surprise, that he knows the end from the beginning. So I'm declaring that God's gonna show us what we need to see in advance. I declare that this house is God's mountain. Come on, that evangel temple is a prophetic house. If you believe you're sitting in a prophetic house, one, two, three, give God a mighty praise right now. Oh, I need to ask you if you really believe it. If you really believe you're in a prophetic house, open up your mouth and give God a praise. You're in a Nebo house. So I know people that say, you know, Pastor Rayleigh, I like the message of salvation and I like water baptism and those kind of things, but I'm I'm really not in to that prophecy stuff. It's really not that necessary. But I would say to you, precious, walking in the prophetic with divine insight positions you to prepare and overcome and walk victoriously into your future. I think about myself during this whole situation with COVID and everything that we navigated. How many of you know it's been a crazy 18 months? Okay, the rest of you, I'm going to give an altar call in a minute and you can get saved. Wave at me if you can say, Pastor, I've never seen a time like this. I never have in my lifetime. And I remember I was standing in our church. Many of you have been there. It's a massive sanctuary. And I was preaching the empty seats. We had had shut the church down like so many. Uh, Even though we weren't shut down in the sense that we were still having church online, it wasn't the conventional way. We weren't gathering there. And I remember standing there and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I launched it into the atmosphere cause I was mad at the devil. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me and I launched it out. I said, our revenge will be revival. When all this is over, we're going to see an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I need to tell you, Evangel Temple, don't think that the enemy gets the last word or the last laugh. I prophetically announce that your revenge will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost like you've never seen in your life over your sons and your daughters and your children's children. Somebody give God a shout of praise. So I want you to raise your hands and declare this after me. Say, this house is God's prophetic mountain. Say, he speaks to me. He gives me insight. I hear him, and my future is secure and full of victory. How about it over here? How about it over here? How about it over here? All right. Number three of 23 mountains. Come on, Sunel. There's Mount Sinai. Now, if you're taking notes, Mount Sinai is the mountain where truth is spoken. Come on now. God's law is established and God's glory is revealed and encountered. Some of y'all are so worried about the laws that the Supreme Court establishes and that local uh, municipalities establish. Let me tell you. The law we live by is a different law. Listen, the Supreme Court can legalize gay marriage and everything else, but I'm telling you this, they can't stop God from being on the throne. They can't stop the blood from working and the spirit from being poured out. Now, this Mount Sinai was the place where God gave the 10 commandments to Moses. It was the mountain of truth. And I declare that this house, Evangel Temple, is God's mountain of truth. I'm not saying it's the only one, but I declare an evangel temple is a place where we preach the word, where we don't cave into the pressures of society, where we don't let the world monitor and tell us what we can preach and what we can believe and what we can declare, where we don't bend to the ways of the world, that this is a place where biblical standards are still exalted and the name of Jesus is still manifested. I'm, I mean I want I want my church to be full of truth. How many of you want to sit in a church where the truth is spoken? Oh come on now, I believe we need to never be silent on matters of justice, protection for the unborn, racism on any level. I believe we should never be quiet on matters of of the truth of God's word, the sanctity of marriage. Hell's agenda to rob people of their identity, confusion on every level that contradicts the truth of God's word. We need to stand where are the preachers that will stand up and preach the truth. We're not trying to win a popularity contest we got to love people, and certainly we preach the truth bathed in the grace of the Lord, and we will always preach the truth with wonderful accessibility to an altar that restores and changes people's life. But we need bishops and evangelists and pastors and preachers who will stand up again and preach the truth even if it's uncomfortable. How many of y'all know sometimes the truth hurts? And the reality is no matter how uncomfortable the truth is, hell is more uncomfortable. How many of you can say, Jim Raley, I don't come to church to hear what I want to hear. Don't tickle my ears. Don't make me feel good about bondage or wrong or being bound or sickness. Come in to this room and tell me that there is a God who delivers. There is a blood that washes. There is a Savior that heals. We gotta preach the truth in love. Much of this generation has been assaulted by the enemy, haven't they? They're confused in their identity. That's what the enemy is after. He's after your identity. He doesn't want you to know who you are. So much confusion about gender and otherwise. If I'm being real with you, I feel sorry for those parents who don't have a common sense Bible-based mentality as it relates to gender and sexuality. I know it may be quiet in here for a minute, but I feel really sorry for them when they try to explain the birds and the bees, because they have to explain the birds and the bees, the bees and the bees, the birds and the birds, the birds that used to be bees, the bees that used to be birds, the birds that look like bees, plus the bees who look like birds, but still have a stinger. Can I get a witness? Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I said, yeah, I said it. I said it. Yes, I did. I'm trying to tell you it doesn't matter if a bee looks like a bird. If he's still got a stinger, he's a bee. Can I get a witness in You know what we need in America, folks? We need a revival of sanity. We need preachers that will just lead us back to the right path. Not being hateful, not being ugly, not being full of iniquity, but just tell us the truth. You see, it's really not that hard. Genesis 5-2 says this, male and female, he created them. That's how it is. So I declare that this house is a Sinai. It's a house where the truth is spoken in love, where we don't hate you or despise you, but we love you, but we still preach the truth. But Sinai also represents a place of glory and encounter. It's a place of truth because that's where the Ten Commandments and the law of God was revealed. So the law of God and the truth of God's word is spoken here, but it's also a place of glory and encounter. It's the place where Moses said, Lord, I want to see your face. It's the place where God describes Moses through his word and says that God was with Moses like a man is with his friend. And I want to tell you that I believe that this house needs to be a mountain of glory and encounter. I want the Lord to know, God, you're among friends. Listen, that has been my prayer over the last several months. I just want to be God's friend. So I just talk to him in the car. I talk to him when I'm by myself. People see me at the red light. They think I'm talking to myself. I'm just talking to the Lord. Lord, I love you today. You've been so good to me. Lord, I thank you for every blessing that you gave me. I thank you for every mountain that you brought me over. Just want to stop you. Since you're in the car with me, I want to talk to you like you're my friend. See, so many churches say they want God presence, but when he tries to come in the room, they make him feel like a stranger in his own place. They say, God, you can come, but don't do anything. Don't stir up the building. Don't don't change people's lives. Just come in here and, and kind of be quiet, but I'm telling you, I want the Lord to know at Evangel Temple, God, come in here. You're among friends. Whatever you want to do, just be yourself. Save somebody today. Heal somebody today. Put somebody's marriage back together today. Make this house your mountain. Come on, one, two, three, give God a shout if you want this to be God's mountain. So watch this now. We've talked about garrison. Garrison represents the house where the enemy is cut off. I dare you to give God praise for what he's cutting off right now. Come on. All right, it's a place where the blessing is spoken, where the promise is received, Then the second mountain is Nebo. Remember Nebo? It's the mountain of the prophetic. That means God's going to show us what we need to see in advance because nothing takes God by surprise. But then number three, we spoke about the mountain of God's glory, Sinai, the mountain where Moses fellowshiped with the Lord like he was a friend. But number four, I want to talk to you about the Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives is the mountain of prayer. It's the mountain of intercession, surrender, fresh oil, and victory. I've stood on the Mountain of Olives many times. Some of you have as well. I've taken so many people right there with me, and there's no place quite like it in the earth. If you've ever been to the Garden of Gethsemane, it is transformational in what it will do for your life and your walk with the Lord. Because this is the location among the same olive trees, very likely, and their descendants where Jesus prayed. It was the place of encounter that Jesus had with his father. Jesus prayed here, and quite honestly, it was the place where victory was secured for you and I. We think victory was born, was birthed at the cross or at the empty tomb. No, victory was secured when Jesus prayed. It was here at this place of intercession that he said, Father, let this cup pass from me. He said, I'd rather not die. I'd rather not be mangled and mutilated and marred and massacred. I would rather not have the the, the, the rubbery mucus from the throats of the people who hate me hang on my naked body as I have to hang before my very own mother. I'd rather not do this. I don't want to do this. He's praying now. He's seeking the Father. I don't want to do this. Let this cup pass from me. But somewhere along the lines he said this word. He said nevertheless. He said not my will, not will means desire. Not what I want but what you want. Nevertheless and in that moment hell should have hit the panic button. In that moment every demon and devil needed to understand that it was already won. See there's some of y'all you think that when you pray you're praying for victory but you're praying from victory. When you You're not gonna win the battle when it manifests. Baby, when you pray, you are punching the devil. You are letting the enemy know no weapon formed against me or my family shall be able to prosper. Prayer is not preparation for the battle. Prayer is the battle. You win when you pray. Come on, somebody. It's a place of encounter with the Father. Now, I'm gonna say something that may startle some of you, but a church on their knees is more powerful than an army on their feet. Can I say that one more time? I said a church on their knees is more powerful than an army on their feet. Come on, a mama on her knees is more powerful than addiction. A mama on her knees is more powerful than rebellion. A daddy on his knees is more powerful than COVID and cancer combined. How many of you believe that there is still power when people pray? Okay, now this is a place, it's in Gethsemane where Jesus is praying. I've been there many, 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 many times. And if you define transliterate, come on y'all, I told you I'm smarter than you think I am. I got my PhD, my Pentecostal hairdo, come on y'all. But if you transliterate, define the word Gethsemane. Gethsemane means the place of pressure. It's a place of the oil press. It's the place where the olive was pressed and it released its oil. The pressure released the oil. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I said the pressure released the oil. I better say that again. I said the pressure released the oil. I'm going to say it one more time. I said the pressure released the oil. I want you to know that some of you have been under pressure, but if the devil had any sense, he would leave you alone because all that's happening under pressure is that new oil is coming out of you. New anointing is coming out of you. And on the other side of this, the anointing shall break the yoke. The anointing shall lift the heavy burden somebody give God praise that your pressure is releasing your anointing God said I don't put you under pressure to kill you I don't let you experience pressure to frustrate you but I put, I allow you to get under pressure so you can see my anointing revealed in you, my healing revealed in you, my power revealed in you, my joy revealed in you, my victory be revealed in you. If the devil had any, how many of y'all know the devil ain't just some dumb, he's plumb dumb. If the devil had any sense, he would leave you alone because on the other side of this, you're gonna praise him like you've never praised God before. How many of you can say that there are things that I went through in my past, there are things I used to cry over, I shout over them right now. I dare you right now to give God praise for everything you're facing. God said, I'm bringing fresh oil out of you. I'm bringing a new anointing to this church. Is this all right? Can I preach a little longer? All right, watch this now. It's the mountain of prayer. It's the mountain of fresh oil. Pastor Gary, I just decree and declare that this house is a house of prayer and fresh oil. But it also represents a mountain of victory. It's the mountain where Jesus ascended to and it's the mountain where he will return to. So I declare, that, that, that this mountain is a mountain of victory. That not only is this a mountain of anointing, but this is a mountain of victory. This is where depressed people come and receive joy. Sick people come and they are healed. People in battle come and they receive victory. How many of you are ready for this house to be a house of victory for all of Duval County and beyond? So I want you to get radical with me now. We're decreeing a few things. Raise up your hands. Shout this out. Say, God is turning my pressure. Say, God is turning my pressure into anointing. Therefore, you ready? Victory is mine. Yeah. This is a a mountain of victory. All right, let me move on. Because you're making this house your mountain of victory, God. Number five, Mount Moriah. This is the mountain where Jehovah provides. The Bible said, No good thing will he withhold. From those who walk uprightly, Pastor Gary, I declare that this is the mountain where Jehovah provides. Every need is met for the vision of God. God provides healing. He provides power. Jehovah Jireh, he provides a way right out of no way. How many of you want this to be God's mountain of provision? If that's you, open up your mouth and give God a praise. Genesis 22:14 says, "And Abraham called the name of the place The Lord Will Provide." King James Version says he called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh because God provided as it is said on that day in the mountain of the Lord it shall be provided. I'm speaking in faith that everything you need God is providing it. Do you need healing? Jehovah Jireh is in the house. Do you need financial breakthrough? Jehovah Jireh is in the house. Do you need joy? Jehovah Jireh is in the house. I dare you right now to stop and give God praise for the fact that he is providing everything you need. I just speak in faith that your church and mine is going to be an amazement to this region and community when they look and see you've come through COVID but you're better off. You've come through this last year but God made way. Who could admit that maybe this year hadn't been easy but God has been Jehovah Jireh for you every step of the way. So I declare that God is making this house his mountain. If you study the text, remember I read it. He said, the message Isaiah got regarding Judah and Jerusalem, there's coming a day when the mountain of God's house will be the mountain. How many of you want this house to be the mountain? Hallelujah. Solid, towering over all the mountain. All nations will river toward it. People will set out for it. They'll say, come, let's climb God's mountain. Go to the house of God of Jacob. He'll show us the way he works so we can live the way we're made. Zion's the source of the revelation. God's message comes out of Jerusalem. He'll settle things, give me a musician please, fairly between the nation. He'll make things right between many peoples. They'll turn their swords into shovels and their spears into hoes. No longer will nation fight against nation. They won't play war anymore. He said the church will get their eyes off a division and get their eyes on the harvest. Come family of God, let's live in the light. Of the Lord. Oh, I declare that this house is God's mountain. It's the mountain where the attack of the enemy is cut off. It's the mountain where the blessing of the Lord is spoken. It's a mess, bless, It's a mountain where the promises of God are released and received. Somebody give God praise if you believe this house is his garrison. Must be or you wouldn't be here. I declare that this house is a Nebo. It's, it's, a, it's a prophetic house. It's not a house where we're eat up with fear, but we believe that God in his omnipotence and power has everything under control, and he gives us supernatural insight as it relates to the future. This is a Sinai, isn't it? It's a place where truth is spoken, spoken and glory is revealed, and the Lord comes in among friends. Come on now. This this is God's mountain. Honey, it's a, it's, it's a mountain of Mount Moriah. But watch this. Mount Moriah is the mountain where God provides. And I declare that this is a day of provision. So watch this. Not only do I declare that this house is God's mountain, I declare your house. Now whatever your address is, Somebody get on your feet right now. I said, whatever your address is, your house is God's mountain. Healing comes to your house. Breakthrough comes to your house. Victory comes to your house. Fresh oil comes to your house. Joy comes to your house. Peace comes to your house. The Holy Ghost blows COVID out of your house. Hallelujah. This house, your house is his mountain. There's a text that I read that was so powerful. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 1, our body is the house. Bring it up in the back. He said, our body is the house. Our body is the house. So I declare not only is this house his mountain, not only is your house his mountain, but this house right here. Somebody put your hand on your chest and say, This house right here. Yeah, yeah. Power manifests in this house. Power manifests in the victory manifest in this house. Healing manifests in this house. One, two, three. Give God a shout if you believe it. So, everybody that can stand, stand and put your hand on your chest and say this after me. Just declare this. Say, God. This house, now tap yourself on the chest. This house, say this house is your mountain. Say this house speaks your blessing. This house possesses your promises. This house walks in the prophetic. This house hungers for truth. This house embraces your glory. This house loves you as a friend. This house, come on knows the power of prayer. Say, this house walks in fresh anointing. Say, this house is the house where Jehovah provides. Now open up your mouth and give God a praise. I said give God a praise. Give him a praise. So watch this now. (laughs) This is God's house but i want to tell you about one more mountain it was a mountain called calvary (laughs) calvary is the mountain of redemption it's the mountain where jesus was crucified it's the mountain where the blood flowed and defeated every attack of the enemy it's the mountain where you where jesus gave his life for you and me and we can declare because of calvary with his stripes we are healed we can declare because of calvary man all things are under the blood hallelujah we can declare because of calvary Make this house a Calvary. Make this house where bound teenagers get set free. Make this house the house where lost families come back to Jesus. Make this house a Calvary. If you want Evangel Temple to be a Calvary, give God a praise right now. Oh, if you already know, I've been there. I've been born again. I'm a child of God. Somebody lift up your voice like a shout and give Him praise.
1: I am living proof Oh yes, I am living proof Somebody raise your hand My, My God, God is on the
0: just a religious country club but this house is God's mountain Pastor Gary the most important place on earth Now I'm going to aggravate some if I have said it, bear with me but how many of you know that God is more concerned about the church than he is the nation well see because I'm going to tell you this the nation can't heal the church but the church can heal the nation God said if I fix the church I can fix the world and this is why we've got to have gatherings where this house is his mountain it's a garrison where the enemy is cut off blessing is spoken where the promises received it's a Nebo come on it's a prophetic house it's a Sinai where truth is spoken come on it's a Moriah where God provides but watch this it's a Calvary where Jesus saves. now tonight I can't make you come back if I could I'd come to your house and get you but I'm telling you I have such a download tonight. Tonight's going to be more than just a service, Pastor. It's going to be an impartation. Now, this message, I just wrote it. I haven't preached anywhere but our church, so you could still feel the heat off that bread. How many of y'all like fresh, hot bread? That's that that's bread. But tonight, I want you to come back. You say, well, I usually don't come back on Sunday night. Well, do, do me a personal favor and come back. Because what I want to release in this house, I believe, is going to be life transformational. But as I close, i want to say this, and you by live stream, thank you for tuning in. Let's give our live stream, church, and God bless you. They watch from everywhere. But this house, is, is, it's a Calvary. It's a Golgotha. It's a place where redemption manifests. So with heads bowed and eyes closed, just for a moment, I'm almost done. My assignment is about up for this morning until tonight. If you're here and you'd say, Jim Rayley, there's some things in my life not be there there's some things that alienate me separate me from the Lord there's things that have crept up in my life I have sin in my life Pastor Jim Rayleigh I want to claim everything you preach but I'm not where I need to be with God so when you pray for somebody Pastor Rayleigh will you pray for me if you're not where you need to be with the Lord when I count to three I want you to raise your hand pray for me Pastor got some things I ought to get in from the blood one remember me Pastor two I want to get it right. Three, slip up your hand right now. Pray for me, Pastor. I got some things that I need to surrender to God. I'm not where I need to be, and I know I'm not. I've got, I see you in the balcony. I'm not where I need to be, and I know I'm not, and I need to get right with God. Hold that hand up if you raised it. Don't put it back down. Hold it up. Hallelujah. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. If you need to raise your hand, raise it now. Five, four. Oh, I sense the Holy Spirit in here. This is a Calvary today. This is redemption time. Three, two, one, zero. If you got that hand held up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come stand right here in the front. I'm not gonna embarrass you, but I wanna pray with you you're stepping into a new season if somebody next to you raise their hand they're apprehensive about coming just grab them by the arm and y'all come together everybody who raised their hand come right here to the front i'm gonna pray with you it's time for breakthrough i bet if you'll clap they'll come from all over this church i said i bet they'll come from all over this house i look look what the lord is doing people say man i want to put it all under the blood today i don't want any compromise in my life i don't want any indifference in my life come on this is a calvary you can get it right today you can get it right today hallelujah hallelujah I'll just wait just a minute cause people are still coming oh this is a beautiful altar call right here I love this Now, I want everybody to take your hand and put it on your heart because this is what we're going to ask the Lord to take control of today. Because this is where it all flows from, from your heart. And we're going to give our hearts completely to the Lord. You say, well, Pastor, really, I've failed, I've struggled, I've doubted, I've been full of fear, I've sinned, I've had issues. Well, this is a Calvary here today. This is where new beginnings manifest. You by live stream, I want you to pray this prayer too. Many of you are going to be saved right there at your house, right there at your table, right there in your living room. Jesus is coming in there. He's going to set you free right now. Everybody with your hand on your heart, everybody on the stage, put the mic in your mouth and pray after me. Pray, Heavenly Father, the whole house. The Bible says, go back and do your first works again. So let's everybody pray it. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. I'm coming to you and I'm asking you, please forgive me for all my sins, anything that has attached itself to me that keeps me from you, cut it off, cut it off, cut it off, cut it off, off. off. give me a new beginning, give me a fresh start, my way isn't working, but your way will work. So I choose your way today. Now, Jesus, I receive you as my own. I say, hello, Jesus. Goodbye, devil. Saying, I declare, I'll never be the same again. I'll never be the same again. If you believe that, give the Lord a praise right now. Nobody move for a moment. Give the Lord a shout. Two things. Number one, you folks stay right here. I know we got altar workers that are coming and they'll pray with you, but you by live stream, if you'll just put salvation in the the comment area, we would love to reach out to you because so many people are saved online. Now tonight I'm gonna be back. Who's gonna come back and see me? I would love for us to be together again tonight. If you believe that God has had his way today as pastor comes, one, two, three, give God a shout of praise. Amen.
2: Come on, let's thank Pastor Rayleigh for such an incredible deposit and download from heaven this morning. Thank you, Lord. For all of those who have come to the altar, if you'll throw up that image on the screen, we've got all of our altar workers coming forward with connection cards. You can either text us number, new for Jesus, or fill out one of these connection cards. As a pastor, my heart is to see each and every person that came forward this morning to grow spiritually. That is my heart to see you grow and to be changed and transformed into His image. And so this isn't your final step as a believer, right? This is your first step in your spiritual journey with the Lord. And so I want to encourage you to do me a favor, grab one of these connection cards or text this number, and we're going to get you a devotional to go along with to help you in this spiritual journey that God is calling you on. It's going to be a phenomenal journey of what God is going to do in your life. Amen. I want to read the Aaronic Blessing, Numbers chapter 6. Before I do, if you are blessed this morning by this word, and I want to encourage you to sow into this word so much that we could eat off of, right? Spiritually, it's meat to our bodies. I encourage you to, to sow in it today. Numbers chapter 6, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, thus you shall bless the people of God. You shall say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of God. He says, I will bless them. Father, we bless your people today. Father, we thank you that on this mountain, God, we are going to encounter you God, on this mountain, we are going to be changed and transformed for all of eternity. So we surrender to you in Jesus' name. Bless your people today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.